previously on Dragons Not Included. You're going to go for the foot, but your trajectory is a little off. You still end up just smashing it across the face, knocking out several quills and teeth as you do so, as this thing just sort of groans and slumps to the floor in a heap. How are you all having such trouble with this? This looks really easy. On its way out, you're like, I'm having a problem with this, and you gash your arm on one of these quills and it rips out of you. Do, do, should I get rid of the... I'm just going to get rid of the elemental. I am so sorry, Alamashnil. As it just yeah. sort of crumbles back to the dirt it was formed from. I am so sorry that we are so incredibly competent. Right. So, with that little threat dealt with, uh, perhaps we should get a move on. Onwards and upwards. The front door of the librarian. It's slightly askew from where the building's been partially collapsed. Stack those damn books higher! I want a perfect circle around them. Faster! I need more to burn! Who on earth are you? Are you another poor soul who wants to be given shelter? I'm afraid that I abide by an authority far beyond you. I think Scrutiny is desperately trying to imply that he's a member of the cult. <laughs> uh-huh. Unfortunately, this guy has no idea what the cult is. It's kind of funny. Wait, just he's just that. some messed up dude? This wasn't really a good idea for you guys. You probably shouldn't have done this. Uh, give up and you'll be saved. We're still doing that, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, we're still offering surrender. (laughs) Surrender to you, pathetic mob. Well, that's just rude. Yeah, that's just mean. (laughs) Greetings and welcome to the Dragons Not Included podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast where we're playing Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous. I am Stephen, and I'll be the GM. I'm Joe, and I'm playing Scrutiny, the Tiefling Illusionist Rogue. Hello, I'm David, and I'm playing Elton Aegis, the Human Paladin of Iomade. Hello, I'm Rowan, and I'm playing Istra, the T- I mean, definitely human, uh, Cavalier. Hi, my name is Dan, and I play Hans, who is technically a Relic Hunter Inquisitor according to the notes that Stephen wrote hastily for me at the beginning of this session. <laughs> well, that's good to know. I wish you know what you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> there's also several exclamation marks and swear words on this, but I thought I was, there's another note here that says I'm not allowed to say those on, on the podcast. Let's get theological. Because... <gasps> You know, we're in a, a world of magic and might, and your characters, and no, not all of them, are spellcasters. They all have their own takes on their faith in the world of Galarian. And I thought it would be interesting to talk about the sort of faiths or gods they worship. I think it's very obvious that start off with Elden Aegis, because we have no idea who he worships. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I do make no mystery of Elden's patron. Yep. Uh, Elden's patron is, of course, Iomade, sort of the crusader goddess of Galarian. Iomade's portfolio is largely to do with honour and justice and the rights of good combat. She's very much the the template perfect of a paladin, hence why I, I chose her for Elden. She rose into, into godhood through the Trial of the Starstone, one of only, I believe, four gods to do so? Need four, mm-hmm. which sort of puts her in an interesting place as one of the uh, one of the mortals to rise through such a trial, rather than through specific hard works and and favors for gods. 
she was a paladin herself before she became a god. She was indeed a paladin of Aradon, the, the one that disappeared. The reason why we're in the Age of Lost Omens. <laughs> indeed, indeed. All of her tenets are largely to do with honourable conduct, uh, you know, no lying, cheating, stealing, murder is a big no-no. Self-defence absolutely allowed, murder allowed, but only if it's demons or wrongdoers. Or undead. Or, yeah, or, or undead. Well, to be fair, you can't really kill undead. All you're kind of doing is giving their bodies back to the to the ground. Double tapping. Yeah. Iomidae is, is very much, yeah, the template perfect of a, a lawful good crusading god. We'll obviously get to see more of her, as she has a very active role in the fight against the Warwound. Absolutely. So more to look forward to the campaign. And speaking of someone who also worships a core deity, we have Istra with Gorham, our lord in iron. Yes, Istra, Istra is a Kellid, so, you know, a race of humans, and one of their gods that they worship is Gorham, as a people who are uh, in... Barbarian tribes. Yeah, basically, yes. She was. She has come from a barbarian tribe. And the way they worship Gorham is a bit different to the way some other people worship Gorham, so there is many fights about who Gorham is, because how Gorham came into being was basically um, one of the first battles of... I, I mean, the entire world, the, one of the first battles of Galarian, uh, once all the dust had settled, you see just this plate of armour standing amongst all the dead, and that is Gorham. Uh, but there's a lot of arguments about uh, what race Gorham could be. So one of the things that the Kellids believe is that he is actually a Kellid, which orcs do not like, because orcs obviously think that he is one of them, and so it can cause quite a few rifts. Another interesting fact about Gorham is that lots of people can fight in, in the name of Gorham. He is a god of battle. And if two sides both fight in the name of Gorham, there's no conflict in that, because Gorham is there for the glory of the battle. He is on both of their sides at the same time. And as long as the battle is good, Gorham is happy. It's a very unique, interesting faith there. Well, speaking of unique and interesting, we have Drangvit. Hello. So... Drangvit is a dwarven goddess. Uh, there's not a huge amount written about her by Paizo, so what I've done is, if you could hear this, I may have written a small amount myself. <laughs> Still writing to this day. Still writing. Digging through uh, source books there. <laughs> yeah. We dug as deep as we could get, and out of all of Paizo's massive back catalogue we have... One, two... Three sentences. I can only see three full stops. <laughs> so, prepare thyself for the, like, 35-odd pages I've written. So, Stephen, don't worry about this. You, you, you go get a coffee. Everyone else sit down. I've, I've got this for that. I'll blindly sign up on whatever you say. Okay, excellent. Um, so, Drangvit is the debt minder, the uh, lady of the vault, keeper of the coins, mother of, you know... Payments. Uh, the whole point about her is she was wronged back in her real life by uh, Torag, the guy who now is the head of the Dwarven Pantheon, and as a peacekeeping and offering, she was given uh, deityhood and control over Dwarven debt, which at first glance doesn't sound that bad, but then when you think about it, she is the patron saint of banks, and dwarves who accrue culturally a huge sum of money and wealth 
tend to be the majority of banks. So she is actually kind of worshipped by a significant portion of people, uh, just not openly because everyone finds it a bit, you know, imagine trying to worship Barclays. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Um, a couple of things that uh, I, I think would suit her very well is she also oversees uh, arranged weddings because they normally come with dowries and things of that nature. And if you don't pay a proper dowry, well, debt collectors turn up specifically priests of Drangvit, who think that the bride or groom in this question have not been properly paid for their engagement in this wedding. And normally there is a service that would be provided by the Church of Drangvit. Another uh, service provided by the Church is general debt collectors. That's what our paladins are. That's what our priesthoods are. Our entire job is to go out and find what people think, you know, they are owed and then give it to them and then get paid for it. Being very quick and easy methods. <laughs> I, I, I like your take on Drang, but you've really mm. expanded on it, and it, it, it's very fitting with dwarven lore. Mm. Yeah, this is why if you ever see a dwarf without teeth, he's already paid his debts. <laughs> uh, well, and we have a, a god that I uh, personally don't know that much about, actually, of all my studying over the tomes of lore of Pathfinder, we have Sivana. So... Yeah, Savannah, and I'll be honest, I've poured over the material myself and haven't found too much. There's more written about Savannah than um, than uh, Drangvit, but it's not particularly enlightening. So I, I might I might go for my own personal spin. Savannah is the god of illusion, and I choose to see this as somewhat metaphorical as well as literal. She is a goddess of seven veils, each hiding a different face, and she loves illusionary magic. Her church often holds festivals where they um, use illusionary magic to hide things, and I choose to see her as a goddess of secrets. We all hold secrets, and some of us... Yeah, so... Essentially, she loves secrets. Um, she actually, she's a mystery herself. No one knows what hides behind her seventh veil. And though no historical records seem to have appeared regarding Savannah for, um, before the fall, there are some people with uh, personal, uh, personal experience, mostly long-lived peoples like elves, who say, pretty sure there was a Savannah somewhere. So yeah, she's implacable. And that is her one true quality, and the one quality that her believers try to embody. Her churches could be anywhere. It could be that pastry shop. It could be that uh, that art gallery. There is no way of knowing whether you are in the eyes of Savannah. A comforting thought. A very mysterious goddess for our man of mystery, though. Well, hopefully we can unravel some of that mystery as we go forward. Speaking of going forward, I believe, Eldon, you're about to take a make straight to the face? Mm. I, I believe it was to the ribs. Let's get back to that, shall we?
So, last time, you were traveling across the ruins of Kenebras. You're on a mission to help your NPC allies. You agreed to take them to their homes and are rational to the Broken Blackwing Library. You decided to go to the librarian with the Broken Blackwing first, because that's the closest. You just want to be efficient about it. You get there and find the majority of the building has been collapsed into rubble. Only one section remains, which is the main library hall. You sneak up to the outside and listen in, and you hear a man shouting, ordering someone to stack books higher. He wants to make a good pyre. Scrutiny goes in and attempts to bluff his way through, pretending to be a cultist of Baphomet. This is where you learn that this man was not part of any cult. He was simply just a crusader gone mad. He attacked, and you leapt into action. Scrutiny and Eula, one of the librarians, is currently untying their captive allies, while the other three battle the this man and his two tiefling lackeys. And we ended last session on a bit of a, ooh, a tentative note. I just hit Elden. Let's resolve that, shall we? Alright, here we go. So I, I kept a good note of this. This is the highest amount of damage I've rolled in the campaign so far, especially <laughs> for like this low level. Yeah. <laughs> so this man, he's a cavalier. He had challenge on you. Oh, fun. But he also has the Order of the Cockatrice, so if he's the only person fighting you, he gains bonuses to that challenge damage. He had power attack on, which is another damage. And then I rolled particularly well. So, so that's 10 points of damage just from the mace weapon. Add 4 for power attack. Add 6 for challenge. That makes it a total of 20 damage to you, Elven. Oh dear. And welcome to his new character, Elden <laughs> 2. Elden the third. Well, I can imagine there is a very loud and sickening crunch uh, as as his mace collapses Elden's chest quite significantly. <laughs> but he's still oh, up! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Owing, I think, quite particularly to the lay on hands last round. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, goodness gracious me. <laughs> My little boy has been attacked. So what you're saying, in order to help this situation, we need to start attacking Elden. No. <laughs> <laughs> but then All he right. doesn't get extra damage. Alright, I've got I've got a good line of sight of Elden's back of his chin. Oh god. <laughs> Please you don't, don't want fight You don't you want to fight Han. <laughs> he pulls the mace away. See? Those who worship Ayama, they are weak. Weak. <coughs> I'm still standing, aren't I? As he says, legs shaking. <laughs> like the vibrations of the hit just still. <laughs> Literally, like they're in. The, the, the bright red sword surrounded by a halo on his chest is joined by a bright new, bra uh, brand new red stain coming from the top as blood is quite worryingly fast coming from his mouth. <laughs> Eula is going to finish untying this librarian, but that will provoke an attack opportunity from the tiefling thug next to him. Oh no. Natural one. Oh, thank god. <laughs> well, we had to make up for the uh, I got an Elven. <laughs> Alright. Uh, 
Yeah, no, it's a natural 19 to confirm, so it's not a fumble, but it is just a miss. She finishes untying one of the librarians and moves over to the next one. Uh, oh, you're up. Bear me two seconds. I'm just trying to look at what type of action the thing I need to do is. <laughs> oh, right, it's a standard action. So I can do one of the... Can I do that and an attack, or is it only just no. that? It's just the standard action, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hello. So so just to check, Eldon, you, you say you can deal with this yourself, or do you want help? Assistance, please. All right, okay. Um, you, you sit on the floor. Keep struggling for a moment. I'll be back to you. Um, all right. Uh, a real quick question I just realized. Would um, the spell you cast earlier still be active? Well, it's active for... Bear me two moments. Uh, my level, I think, in minutes? Oh, yeah, no, ten no. minutes. No, no. So, no, it probably uh, wouldn't have been. Never so thirty minutes. But never mind. Uh, so, I, I kind of very cautiously lean across the man who is currently clutching his kneecap. Excuse me, sir. Sorry, sorry. Thank you. Uh, uh, put on my ring... Uh, tap Eldon on the on the on the side and go. All right, uh, reading for this book. Yes, yes. And aha, uh-huh, apply the healing magic to the wounded area. But I can't reach it, so I'm going to do it to just the torso area. Aha! Uh-huh. Heal five plus. Where's the plus? Oh, there it is. Uh, uh, so eight. Heal eight. That that will be my turn. I'll just turn back to going. All right, Eldon, you crack on. And you, sir, uh, can you stop screaming on the floor there? That's very unsightly. <laughs> it's true. So she's going to turn her head to the walls of the door and shout, Everyone, get in here. You need to start untying these librarians. And then she's going to turn her, uh, her focus to the one who just caved in Elden's chest. <laughs> and she's going to say, I know you said you didn't need help. But this seems much more important. You, you are going to die. Um, and she moves between the person she was just attacking and this fallen priest, cleric, whichever, whatever he is. He's just, he's just. Uh, so he's probably going to take some attacks of opportunity for that movement from the um, guy. No, you'd have, to, you'd have to leave that area. Oh, because so, I moved. You're only in. moved back foot. Yeah, okay, fair. Oh, fair enough, it was a guard instead. took a five-foot step. As I challenge... Raise your challenge from a challenge. Having the the ability to challenge, I know that his AC is lower against me. Uh, (laughs) And he is going to suffer because of this. So we've got... uh, (laughs) Natural 20. Um, (laughs) Let me roll. That is a 16 plus 7, so that's a 23 plus, what is it from challenge? That's damage, so yeah. Yep, that's going to confirm. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Let's see the critical hit card. Lights Ooh. out. Normal damage and target is blinded for 1d3 round. Hey! hey. <laughs> oh, so I've basically just hit him in the f- head with a hammer. Yes. And he is. Probably a D three, please. <laughs> um, I do not have a D three, so I'll roll a D six and half. So we have five. So that would be three. Three rounds. Most people don't own D threes. 
so yeah, I like to imagine I hit him in the head, and he's currently seeing those little bits flying around. <laughs> witch. So damaged. Did he call me a witch? I think he called you a witch. Oh, wretch. Uh, so D eight plus four plus two. That is five, nine, eleven damage. Eleven damage to this man's skull. Golf clap, everyone. Golf clap. Eldon, I suggest that you retreat. I have this man. I'm sorry. Said a person in thirty seconds who can't have this man. So it's not <laughs> in my nature. <laughs> hey, next up is, it is in your the, teep- the teepling lackeys. The first mm. of which is now flanking Istra with uh, with this crusader, and he's going to make an attack. Don't count as flanking because he is blind. Still flanking for the purposes of no. sneak attack because you know, he knows she's there. And as well as that, you could just be flailing. So the way flanking is, it's it's fret. Yeah, well, no, fair enough. I'm afraid that I heard dice roll twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, what one was it? Uh, I was a cock die. Oh, thank God. <laughs> ah, yes. GM's Forty-seven around. damage. Pardon. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. I don't even think that that wouldn't outright kill her. So that's an eighteen to hit. Uh, that will not hit by oh, one. Ah, but you're challenging. Ah, yes, so that will hit. Thank you for oh. reminding me. <laughs> oh, that's an additional d6 on top of that. Oh, so your AC drops when you challenge? Uh, uh yeah, for, for everyone whoever you're except... not challenging. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Challenging. So, Wait. that's okay. eight points of piercing damage as he stabs you in the back in the gap in your chain armor. Uh, minus that, so... Oh, Issa, watch out, that man's got a knife in your... Get it out, get it out! <laughs> <laughs> Well, the other tiefling, he's still sort of just grimacing in pain from the thwack to his knee. He's going to turn and stab at you, Hans. But that's very rude, sir. I'm talking to someone. <laughs> oh, ooh. 20, Dave. Oh, God, that's going to be incredibly rude. <laughs> well, six points of slashing damage as he just stabs you in the leg. And just grins as he does it. <laughs> oh. See how you like it, dwarf. Oh, sorry, Esther. I'm going to be dealing with this one very quickly. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Ow. Ow. Scrutiny as you finish untying this librarian. Right. Okay. Um, so the one that Ishtra's, well, A, been stabbed by and B, kind of left a little unguarded. I'm kind of concerned about, um, because he's in prime position to start stabbing the librarian if he feels so inclined. Oh, I also called in the guys from outside to help untie Stephen. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the blind guy is going to be great at untying people. Mm. If you ever tried untying a knot when you're like not able to see it, it's fine. I mean, I'd say you're evenly matched. Our party has a blind guy. Their party has a blind guy. There are two people fighting in the doorway. I'm sorry. Can we just go back to what Joe says? He's never tried untying a knot. Are you wearing the same shoes that like somebody (laughs) put on you years ago? Velcro. I was born with these, I'll have you know. (laughs) (laughs) They're slip-ons. They're they're not even slip-ons, they're just part of his skin now. He's just a hobbit. Imagine how messed up hobbits would be if they they were born with Adidas or Reebok shoes on instead. (laughs) It's a very 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 feet, they just had shoes. Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Baggins, it's a Nike. No, um, <laughs> no we, were, we were hoping for a kicks. Maddie does. The Jordans. Anyway, 
scrutiny is going to leap back into the fray against his better judgment in order to um, in order to cover this one this one guy, and uh, he's going to have a go at stabbing. Okay. Oh god, this is not a good idea. Oh. 16. 16. It's a TC, so that will hit. <laughs> Yay! Oh, it's just a D4 damage, but hey. Oh, four! Yes! Ooh, nice! As he just. I, I help! <laughs> yeah! You slash him across the, the face, and he sort of just grabs at the wound. <sighs> Fine. You want more? No. No, I don't want more actually. Okay, quickly check how much I get from. Um, um, all right, okay. Uh, so I am going to step around the uh, the blinded uh, uh, inquisitor you said he was, Cavalier. Cavalier, that's the one. There, there are like four religious classes to care about, and Cavalier is one of them. No, um, not a religious class. No. A martial class? It's okay. I'm stupid. That's why I'm good at playing Elven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to step around the, our fallen Cavalier, uh, making it a five-foot step so as not to uh, draw any more attacks. <laughs> Great Iomade. Let's not be doing that. Um... Then, as a swift action, I'm going to activate my my smite evil um, because there's no way this guy could be good. Um, <laughs> I think I think building a pyre to burn people on is pretty much an evil act. Yeah, it's, it's it's fairly evil at that point. So I'm pretty I'm pretty neutral? confident that <laughs> there's 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 a there's a god somewhere that's going. You know what? I'm allowing this. All the other good gods are just staring at him, going, "What the hell? What is right?" <laughs> Uh, I'm going to activate my Smite Evil on the Cavalier. Nelton's going to spit out a little bit more blood <laughs> from from the horrendous crunching chest wound that he has. Just, uh, oh, smokes, I'm, I'm trying to think of something cool to say. <laughs> <laughs> you just say, yeah, like, oh, okay. smoke! We'll fix, we'll fix it, it's fine. You, you try to say something cool, but you just swallow, like, a goblet of blood. Who <laughs> 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 has a goblet of blood just lying around like that? I was Probably trying to say goblet. Guy. You need to be brought back to Iomade's arms, <clears throat> and there's no one better here to do it than I. Uh, and then I'm going to, with my my full-on smite effect, uh, swang radiance at the guy. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay, so let me just quickly check how smite evil works, because it's been a little while. Uh, charisma bonus to attack rolls and paladin level to damage, plus a sweet deflection bonus that I get. Um... Oh, that's cocked. Okay, well, that's a 15 on the dice, plus 7 for Radiance, that's 22. Uh, Plus my Charisma bonus, that's 24 to hit. 26, sorry. Yep, that's gonna hit. That's gonna Uh, hit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For a D8 plus 3 plus my level in damage, so that's a D8 plus 6. Uh, and that is max damage. <laughs> nice. Oh, 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage as he just stands there, completely staggered from the blow. <laughs> his turn. He's His eyes are still... He can't see the blow to his face. The slash across his chest. 
He drops his shield and his mace and falls to the floor. Please! Oh, great. Have mercy on me, please! Nah. <laughs> no, we're doing mercy. We're doing mer- <coughs> mercy. <coughs> okay, Eula is going to con- uh, continue untying this other librarian. Hans, you're up. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, for the person who's on the floor laughing and just smiling and uh, after stabbing me, I've, uh, I'm just going to say to the room, a medical fact for the day, as he swings around, looking like he's going to hit the guy on the knee, go over the shot, bring it back, and bring the pick up into the guy's nostril and rip off his nose. Smiling stretches out the, uh, the facial muscles, making it easier to put the pick up a nostril. Okay. I've had that image stuck in my head forever now. <laughs> Uh, well, that's a. Why do you keep <laughs> announcing these? <coughs> you, told, you told me to announce them, to inform the person I was doing things. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-one to hit. Like this. Twenty-one will hit. Ooh, uh, for four points of damage to the nose. What oh, seems to be stuck? You just <laughs> you bring the pick. The tip just slices through one of his nostrils. Now he only has one nostril. There you go. It's piercing. One nostril have an ass. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, just make Nostra. it more awkward for a bit. It's going to be his right shin I've attacked and his left nostril. Oh, now he's now he's asymmetric. Thank you, <laughs> Istra. You're up. Well, he's kind of surrendered, so I guess it's back to you. As she turns around, uh, are you going to surrender? Tiefling, sort of just look at the scene that's going on, yeah. seeing that you guys have got the upper hand and seeing their boss just sort of crumpled on the floor. They're going to make a run for it, for the door, which will provoke um, uh, and scrutiny. Yeah, absolutely. I'm if... not letting this guy run. Time to stab him! Uh, when... I'm going for his shin! I am not going for his shin! Let me roll to confirm crit fumble. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, that is a 17 plus yep, 6, no, you don't so, you yeah. <laughs> Um, when when the guy next to me is trying to scrabble away, I'm just going to bury my pickaxe in the back of his in the back of his foot through the ankle and main chunk of the body of the foot. Ooh, ow! Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen. That's going to hit. Yeah. You, you said because we're over, we're playing this online. You can't do any physical damage to me in real life. You just want to do mental <laughs> damage to me. That. That's free. Free damage to the back of his like Achilles oh. heel and. Yeah, no, he's oh. limping. As he's running away down the street through the rubble. Hey, get back here! Oh, uh-huh. I imagine Anevius okay. sees this guy running out. With them um, <laughs> yes, I uh, just want to ask: Does this provoke a second opportunity? Or... Yes. I, I, yeah. I, he, he did. He did say. He did say. <laughs> okay, I didn't hear that. And I rolled a nine. Oh, buddy. That's a miss. Okay. Oh, wow. Well. for the purpose of this, we're out of combat now as Eula and the untied librarians finish untying their companions. Oh, wait. Um, um. Elden, do you have any rope? <laughs> Does, oh, I yes. believe we have yes, a ample amount of rope over here. <laughs> such as some of the rope that was used to tie the, um, tie the librarians up and bring it forward. Oh, oh that's awesome. good rope. Thanks, Applesauce. Um, I'm I'm... okay. Just go I'm with it. Yeah. His name's like getting very esoteric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, next I one's gonna be mind. esotericism. 
Ah, yes, the great esoteric master, Applesauce. (laughs) (laughs) As Isra will start tying this guy up. uh, Hands is good. like actually crying and begging. Just, please spare me. Please. You're not gonna die. Calm down. Just tying you up and then I... Actually, guys, then what What are we doing with him? Well, we, uh, honestly, we can't really keep him. We're in the middle of a destroyed city. The best thing we can do is either let him go and trust it, he'll do his best, or we, I don't know, use the pyre he's built. Oh, oh, uh, um... That is not something I approve of. Yeah, no, no not at not. all. Right. Uh, so he's a very is, precious book. <gasps> can, oh, we, right. can, oh, we just, can we just take five? <laughs> Are you sure you don't want more healing? I hang on one moment. Let me just. Oh. Uh, and I'm gonna roll another. Oh. oh well, there we go. Max healing on that one. Nice. Hey. Uh, I've got a potion, but I could I I'd like to reserve that for a more dire circumstance. Well, I, to be I, fair, it was it was a fairly dire circumstance. I'm pretty pretty much sure mm. I could see the outline of the hammer on the other side of Elden. Mm, yes, indeed. Uh, as uh, as he brightens up a little, he's not perfectly fine, but he looks like he'll live. August and Evia, Larry come in. Can you keep an eye on this man? Uh, we need to have a, a a little powwow. Okay. Hans, scrutiny, Istra. Um, I, I think we should let's go make a meeting circle somewhere. Um, yes. Uh. Well, we have our new friends here in this world. We should probably include them. Isn't that correct, Eula? Yes, yes. She's sort of looking at the floor. She's not real. Yes, you're right, Scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Hans has already walked off to the other side of the bookshelves and you can hear him moving chairs around to make a circle. <laughs> As you're sort of looking through Rain the rubble at Hans, time. you find drips of dried grey flesh just dotted around parts of the rubble. Huh. Does it look um does it look grey because of it was belonged to a creature that was grey or grey due to necrosis? Uh if you get a you, you can just pick a bit up and you look at it, it actually once you get a closer look, it's not actually a dried piece of flesh, it's a, it's like a desiccated worm. Uh, can make a knowledge nature check for me please. I can try. <laughs> Yes, I could definitely do it. Like, <laughs> uh, so that's uh, 23. A 23, okay. You're looking at this, you know, you're, you've studied many things, especially being underground. Worms are a subject you know a fair amount about. This worm doesn't seem to be like any you've seen on Galarian. Huh. Well, uh, I'm going to put it in a jar and we'll fry it with some mushrooms and garlic later. Because worms are high in protein. Okay. That bridge when he tries to open that can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm probably just going to examine it. If it's not native to this plane or one I've ever seen before, is it dead or is it alive? It is um, dead and dried up. Okay, interesting. I wonder why it's here. Is the Does it look like it's come up out of the ground or is it fallen from above? Fallen from above. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, well, you'll just throw it to one side. We have worms raining from the sky. It's fine. Someone freaking chucked a worm. <laughs> when worm is out here throwing worms. 
or just throwing this out here, being a fantasy thing, something possessing worms, and one just trips out. Yeah, know. no, that that's the other option. Like, there are plenty of powers that demonic entities could have, which cause them to have like auras of pestilence and disease, bugs crawling all over them. So Hans is like ditching into the side, going, "Well, it's dead, and there's no immediate threat from it right now." Ooh, worms from the sky. That's a worrying zone. <laughs> Skyworms. Worms. All right, everyone to the circle, or at least everyone in the group discussion. Add it. I I will take minutes as he opens the book. Uh, so, are you any of the NPCs you want to include? Uh, I think we said we're going to involve Eula. I yeah. mean, I'd say putting all of I'd I'd say all of us, but we just have it next to this guy because I mm. I think Anevia, Aravashiel, and Horgus will probably want to be included in this conversation. I mean, the the conversation is what we do with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll still want to be included. All right, let's. All right, everyone, hold your chairs. Back to the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me get some chairs for the librarians as well. <laughs> I mean, there's not so many of the chairs as there are chunks of wood that used to be chairs and tables. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're going to have to sit on this remains of a table. It's the only thing left. All right. So, are we ready to call this meeting into assembly? Uh, they look a bit sort of worse aware and bound up, especially the traumatic experience the librarians have just gone through. Yeah. Yes, I, Eula just sort of. Yes, we can talk. Okay, well, then first we should probably introduce ourselves. Um, we um, have been out of commission, I'd say, for three days? About three days, yeah. Three days, yes. We've, um, uh, we've only just gotten back to the city and um, we're aware of the invasion, but other than that, have been quite out of the loop, so to say. So, would would appreciate um, some illumination on that part, if that's possible. Uh, not, we, we've got the rough plan of motion, but um, apart from that, we uh, are pretty uh, running by the seat of our pants, so to say. That's everything? I think I've covered everything. I think that's it, yeah. So, um, I, we, we'd appreciate um, some elucidation on how the last three days have gone, if that's, if that's okay. Oh, okay, scrutiny. Uh, yes. Well, we were in the library during the Armas Festival events, even though it was, everyone was having fun. There was still work to be done. And then that's when the kite exploded and demons started pouring across the city. We hid in here, we thought it would be well fortified while the Crusaders dealt with the demons, but it was more than they could handle, especially unprepared. The library was full of people working that day. Now it's just just us. Aravashniel turns to Eula. The Rift Wardens! Did, did, where are they? Are there any amongst you? No, we're the only ones that survived. They, they, they all died. Aravashniel just sort of falls to his knees on the floor like... No. No, this can't be true. The Rift Wardens. They should have been able to survive. They should have been able to help. One of them still had. Do not forget that. I can't do this alone. Well, you evidently are. Aravashniel, you're not alone. You have us. 
and five new librarian friends. Well, the librarians sort of look amongst themselves and uh, combine knowledge. And I, I know we didn't talk much when you worked here, Rashniel. You weren't exactly close to us, but there'd be a place for you here. And Quendus Orlan, he still might be up. He still might be alive. Got a name to write down. Okay. Quendus Orlan, he 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 was at the he was at the the, the Armas Festival when it started. You survived. He, he might still be out there. We haven't heard of him in three days, but then again, we didn't know you were out there. See? Still hope. Always hope. We, we stayed in here, we sheltered out most of it, and that's when he came. It wasn't... Demons smashed down the towers. They broke open the roof and flew in. They were under the command of what I thought was a man at first, but he was a mass of worms taken humanoid form. He commanded the demons to destroy the library, to slaughter the rift wardens, and take whatever they wanted that was valuable. If they were so distracted in this task, they completely overlooked us. We were lucky to survive that. Great inheritor. It was only maybe not long before you came, we heard a knock on our door, and she looks at the crusader who's tied up. He came, he said he was seeking aid, that he wanted shelter from storm. We debated about it, we weren't sure, but we decided that we'd never live of ourselves if we didn't help him. And then he ambushed us and tied us up before we could even cast a single spell. And then he ordered me to pile the remains of the books that he was going to offer us as a sacrifice to see what demonic patron he could attract. It's kind of the worst. Yeah, buddy, that was a real dick move. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you've got anything to say to yourself? I only wanted to survive. I did what was best for survival. I'm not gonna lie. I think he's kind of not all there. Mm. Not after this. Who knows what he was like before this? Some help. I'm talking to him. Oh, oh, okay. Um, but what do we? The psychiatrist, Arabashnil, who sort of just lost himself in his talk, but he just right. I'm going to stay here. There's much to be done to rebuild. Your spell slot. If you require my aid, I can travel with you, but I think I would be better placed here in the librarium. You're right. I, I think you are quite right, yeah. Um, yes. These are your people. He gestures towards this tied-up crusader. If you want to leave him bound here, I wouldn't blame you. Please keep an eye on him while you go about your business. You have Horgus and the Nevias attend to. Yes, Arabatio. Keep your eye on him. You're not gonna, like, do anything to him, right? No. As much as someone of his kind deserves it, we still and have he does. <laughs> we won't touch him. We'll just make sure he doesn't kill himself or do harm to anyone else. Your yeah. lot is best out there helping people on the streets. I'll stay here and rebuild. Though if he does escape, use, like, Get all the force you have. Over. And if you see Quendis, if he's somehow still alive, tell him to come back here. We could use the head librarian's help. Quite. Good luck to you, and, and good luck with rebuilding. Um, wait, was there anything else we needed to do here? I feel like I feel like I might be missing something. I mean, Istra's gonna go over to the guy who's tied up and take all his stuff off him. <laughs> that is fair. Right of combat. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so, he has on him, he has, um, 
His arm, his armor and shield arm are just a banded mail and a light steel shield. He has a plus one heavy mace, uh, 29 gold pieces, and two potions of pure light wounds on him. <laughs> I mean, I'll give one of those to Elden. <laughs> yeah, he needs that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what time of day is it as well? Um, well, it's like 11. Oh, it's it's quite early, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to immediately imbibe, so that's a D8 plus one. I might also do the same just to get myself up higher. Oh, hit points back. I'm not quite at full, but I'm pretty much there. Yeah, I'll do it as well, just in case. Because <sighs> I am ten below what I could be. Mm. You know what? Fair enough. I am now five below what I could be. <laughs> you only rolled a two? What? It's D8 plus one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Never mind, my you, brain is slow. Are you okay? I have, I have a square brain. Square. Your brain is square. Does not fit. Brain made of Minecraft blocks. <laughs> True. Please don't sue me. Can I get some, some of this healing that's going about, please? Maybe? Oh, we kind of just drank those potions. Okay, I'll, I'll just drink my you, potion then. I was going to say, if you have one, then, then uh, use it. I, I I didn't know if we were at the um, at the using potions part. I, I, I thought we were going to rest. It's I mean, like that would also be good, but I... In the morning? I need help. It's 11 oh, right in then. the morning. Well, we're in a building. I was just going to pick up a book and lie down and have a nice read. I don't know about you. Also, moving at night wouldn't be that bad here. Less people to spot us. Yeah, yeah, game four. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, if we want to move at night, we can, but it's also... I don't know, I just have a feeling it's better to move during the day. Also, you and you and Elden are definitely humans and um, don't have dark vision. That's true. Yes, um, Elden is definitely mm, a human. Uh, yeah. Elden, Elden, Elden would need to use a torch, which would kind of signal us out at night. Listen, Istra isn't smart enough to know why moving at night would be worse. I mean, we're used to dragging around the blind person anyway. But she does have intuition. <laughs> yeah, but also he's on one of our frontliners and mm. getting into a fight where he can't see is probably not great. I'm yeah. sure he'd be fine. We'll just aim him, right? <laughs> <laughs> you put him in his direction and just say, go at it. God, I've, I've used for, all yeah. of my, my lay on hands and smites for the day. Well, that's the thing. Where are we going to go next if, if, if we were still our stuff? Oh, I actually didn't hear what you said. All oh, right, then. Never mind. I'll just go over here and read a book then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, I, I said, uh, where, where are we planning to go next then? <laughs> like, we turned up to the library and killed some people. I thought that we were going to do something else, not just, ah, murder. We were hoping to contact the um the our balls, I forgot the name of the uh, organization. The Rift Wardens. The Rift Wardens. They're all, we they're all dead. The they're all dead. That's what they they're, just said. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're dead. dead. Everybody's dead, Dave. Dead, Dave, dead. 
But, okay, so the thing I'm trying to point out, though, is we should really come up with a plan now because we're in a desert, uh, destroyed city where we need to visit several locations and moving is going to be highly dangerous because there's demons and cultists and idiots walking around raiding, pillaging, murdering, and just being cretinous assholes. Uh, but, but yes, we're walking around the city. Where are we going next? We have to work out where we're going to be setting up the sleep, where we're going to hide out. Was oh, yes. Manor, followed by uh, Nevius House, the Tirabade residence. Yeah. Well, this Gr- is... Gr- Manor, which Gwen Manor it is a manor house, which means it's likely to be a place that we're going to be able to rest. Although, or it's going to be a place where many many things are going to be resting. Also true. This is the other question: How many of you have survived out in the wilderness in dangerous situations? I I go on regular excursions. Easter is practically I'm I'm pretty sure this is the biggest excursion into a city she's ever done. You two. Yeah, that's uh, right. Thank, I'm sorry, Istra. I, I, it's it's kind of written all over you, though. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's true. You you got. I don't know how you understood how you like guessed that. As she, you know, you first saw her wearing full Fizz. winter gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You practically had like the snowshoes on your back situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've uh, uh, I, I've been on many camps with the church. Uh, go out of the city on little excursions quite frequently. How often, how often? <laughs> I'm just imagining these excursions that Eldon went on is like near a pristine, beautiful lake. They're all wearing like very nice dress shirts and shorts, playing guitar. I mean, it, it basically is something. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just thinking Mendev on the border of the bloody world. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like it's like that, but they train you to fight at the same time. So they're like, if you get attacked by a minor demon, here's a longsword. Oh my! I kind of want to see that campaign now, where you're all a bunch of like young members of the church being taken to camp. Like I don't know. Camp wanna die or wanna weep, and you have to fu- like it's a beautiful camp where there's lots of fun and summer activities, and then it's punctuated every so often. Go, so this is how you fend off a succubus attack, children. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, and then you, and then you naturally get the mass murderer that turns up when when everyone's whenever someone does something naughty. And, and this is the he's called Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this is why you remember the buddy system, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> now get into your crisis buddies. <laughs> uh, but to get things back on track a little bit, but, uh, well, yeah. well, on my part, I I do have to say that life is on is hard on the street where I come from. <laughs> so you've never been outside in the wilderness? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As he says this, I'll just. Continues looking at the floor. <laughs> uh, Be- because. Got something to say for yourself? Oh, me or her? Um, you don't uh, be mean. Oh, right, okay. I'll, I'll look this way then. Sorry. And how do you know each other? Yes. How do we know each other, Eula? Uh, we're friends, aren't we, Scrutiny? Hmm. That was, that's an interesting interpretation. Uh, you're right. I'm, I'm sorry, though. I'm not yeah. um, yeah. Elden leans towards an every just says, Are they about to have a domestic? <laughs> there's there's some vibes here I can't perceive. You might remember that I mentioned before that I had previously a excursion to Dresden. So yes, I do have some experience within the world. Right. But this is the thing I'm trying to point out, is this is no longer just a city. This is practically a 
urban wilderness now and we're yes. going to have to work it out like that so we're going to have to work out how we like camping do we want to be in a building do we want to be out in one of the parks where I haven't quite finished. oh okay now I wasn't alone on my excursion in fact it was the idea of Eula here to go on this excursion well I provided the idea I bounced the idea about and she performed that action while I was still contemplating. Things got come on. There was so much knowledge we could have learnt there, scrutiny. I, I couldn't resist. I'm Yes, I'm yeah. Well, regardless, we made it to um we made it to uh, Dresden, uh, where we um inevitably got caught. Yeah. That was a bit of the um a bit of a circumstance. Um, we managed to get it out independently, and when I got back, I had discovered that, um, well, my reputation had been somewhat soured. Isn't that correct? I don't think that. just nods. She doesn't say a single word. And just continues looking at the floor. Just In fact, I'd say that um, where circumstances are a little different, I might be wearing those robes that you wear right now. It was a mistake, Shrutani. I'm sorry, my... My parents yes, well. would have disowned me. I would have been living on the streets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again. Hmm. Funny. I had, I had quite a tough time with that, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know I've done Of course, that. the Church of Iomaday was ever so forgiving when they uh, when they heard of the news, and so I was um, forced to abandon my familial ties. Sort of looks towards Elden. Gives them a sort of sly smile, and um, was forced to find my own methods of survival. But that's all in the past now. After all, we're all here. Elden is going to once again lean to an Africa. Do we do that? Do we make people abandon their families? I, I don't remember doing that. Turns out Elden never had a family. They're just a bunch of shields with faces painted on them. <laughs> I mean, it could it could genuinely be some Jedi Council stuff going oh. about there. <laughs> I mean, his family name is Aegis. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, we have a quest to go on. That's not really, um, that's all in the past now, isn't it? Well, I was also going to say it doesn't really matter now because the city is destroyed and we have to rebuild everything. And yes. Social standing doesn't really matter. I, I know I can't say words to apologize for what I've done to you, Scrutiny. Mm. I do reflect on those actions, and I I am ashamed of myself. Well, that's a start. Actions speak louder, as they say. I will do all in my power I can to make things up to you. Well, I think our priorities, both of us right now, is this. I agree. Let's just make sure that this thing stays up somewhat. Fixing it will have to save for another time. She looks at you in the eyes the first time she has this entire time you've been there. Yes, you're right. Good luck to you and your friend's scrutiny. Very well. And you make sure that none of these books get burnt. I would be rather peeved if I um, if I got all this and um, all irritated over the circumstances only for the books, but I very much would like to study to have been burned. Yes, no, you're on that though, actually. And she turns to one of the other librarians. Where did you see it? It was over there. 
quick ahead. And this male librarian gets up and digs through one of the piles and hands a sort of a ratty, torn book to you, Scrutiny. I, I noticed this in the pile when it was being built around me. I, I thought maybe you could take it as some sort of thanks. All right. Well, I'll take a look at the book. You don't remember me, do you? From school, it's me. Pragmatism. Pragmatism? Yes. Uh, no, I'm afraid. Um, oh, no, um, there's more of them. Quite a few days. For everyone, listen yeah. to episode three. Uh, you said you'd introduce <laughs> everyone to pragmatism. Um, <laughs> Someone's been going back into the archives. Okay, now I have to listen to episode three again. <laughs> oh. Quick, you have five minutes, go. <laughs> yeah, five minutes to listen to an hour-long podcast. Great idea. Yeah. Oh. On, uh, you know, times 20 speed. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, you, you get the book and you flip open. It seems to be a spell book. Oh, fancy. And as you're flipping through it, a folded up page falls out, which is a spell scroll. Ooh. Very nice. Why did I say that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. God, what is wrong with me? Possessed, I mean, like there, are, there are many things that are that is wrong. Wow! Yowza! All right, I'll just I'll be over here nursing the wounds. I mean, I mean, all of those. I mean, Hans is just scaring all of us right now. So, <laughs> hey, Hans is just being pragmatic. How dare you? No, no, no that's, this guy's pragmatism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how long I've been waiting to say that. Stephen, give yourself a hero point. <laughs> when you said, said you're pragmatism, right? And you're like, no, I'm scrutiny. But who? And then Eldon went, but who's pragmatism? And you go, I'll introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I need to pay attention to my own bit. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Right, okay. So, uh, uh, have you read the spell scroll? <laughs> well, yeah, can I? Uh, well, yeah, you can uh, make a spellcraft check, please. Be crafty. Um, I might have read magic prepared. Do I have it? Check. No, I do not. I'm going to have to make the check. Nice try. Maybe tomorrow. So, I rolled a... Oh, 26. Well, good thing you got a 26, because this is a powerful spell. Oh, It is oh. a spell of dimensional lock, an 8th level spell. That is tasty! Spicy. And as you flick through the book itself, uh, the book contains these uh, spells of alarm, dismissal, dispel magic, magic circle against chaos, resist energy, and versatile weapon. Well, that's a lot of useful spells. Very nice. Potent spells you just rattled off there. Yeah, well, I should very well um, uh, be increasing my capabilities, I, well, I do hope. Yes, I think. Yes. Hopefully I won't, um, I won't be too much of a burden after this. Uh, Istra is going to come over and pat him on the shoulder and go, Listen, you were never a burden. And quite frankly, we could have had pretty similar lives by the sounds of it. So 
Good on you. Thank you. Of course you're not a burden. You're scrutiny. No, if you were a burden, we would have left you long ago. <laughs> I entirely believe you, Hans. That's but that's true. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't listen to it. It would have been a hundred percent true. <laughs> Elden turns to an Evie and Aravash and is like, it's not true, he's just he's just trying to sound manly and tough. Behind Elder, he's just like shaking his head, going, no. Well then, sorcery, as she pats scrutiny on the back again. <laughs> <laughs> she will get it right eventually. If, if you... You know what, I'd be fine with it if you Stuck with a name. If I at this point that I, I take that. Any name, just something. She's uh, just smiling really wide. <laughs> you're doing this intentionally, aren't you? I have no idea what you mean. Oh, you're a smile. <laughs> you mean that you're trying to do it on purpose. No, his name's not purpose, it's scrutiny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, his name is Purpose? Oh no, I'm going to have to rewrite all my notes. I did not choose to have this name! I'm sorry, when you, when you said this name, I'm now just imagining the old joke going, Who's on third? What's on third? <laughs> no! What's on second? That's it! <laughs> Oh, no. It's the bit from Airplane, you know. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. no, I think it's Airplane 2. Overdone, Captain Under Over? Oh, Overdone, yeah. Done Under Over? Yes. What's the fact of Over Mucho Grande? I'll never be over Mucho Grande. I'll have to watch that film again. Great. <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. Yes, and stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> there's actually a Facebook page that is just dedicated to airplane memes and there's so many of them it's great listen I would like to clarify we are not sponsored by airplane the film from 1980 <laughs> yes anyway don't we need to go to what that was the point I brought up earlier where are we going yes, yes we need to head to Kremlin said that yeah we, I, I think we just camp where we camp I don't think it matters particularly we're gonna be in danger no matter what alright well if we're going to have to camp anywhere I'm not setting up the three-legged race that would just be a shame let's go <laughs> and you crusader repentance starts with admittance Oh, yeah, you were wrong. You. you were wrong to forgo your your faith. Start there, and perhaps you may redeem yourself. And so just pop over going. And if you if you really want to, you can join the uh, Church of Drangbit. I know a very good way of entrance. But anyway, I'll leave you to it. Elden's like yeah. out the door as, as he's walking. As, as you're leaving, Aravashniel sort of stops you and turns to you. Well, I can't hope to thank you enough for all you've done for me. You're a very capable lot. I know we'll meet again. Good luck to you out there. And to yourself. And may we meet again under happier circumstances. He smiles warmly. I pray to the inheritor that better circumstances come soon. And as you head off with one of your companions down, it's just Anevia, Borgus, Istra, Hans, Elden, and Spinach. <laughs> to head distance. And we'll continue our story next week.
Hello there. Rowan here, just doing the signing off bit. It's, it's not just me, right, who's confused about the Grey Worms. We did not really talk about it, but that is that is really weird. We should probably think about that. Ah oh well, that's for later. I'd like to give a big thanks to Social Introvert on SoundCloud for the fantastic theme song that he's made for us, and to Sirenscape for providing all of the atmospheric sounds that you hear throughout the episode. As always, links will be found below in the description. If you've been enjoying our podcast so far, please consider following us on Podbean. It shows to us that you've been enjoying it as well, and it really helps us out. Our other socials can be found below in the description, as always. We will be back next Monday with another incredibly exciting episode, and we hope that you'll join us. But until then, stay safe.